investor doing things on your own? How about someone working with a firm that isn't so responsive or in sync with your investment philosophy? My podcast talks you through all things financial. Look, there's stuff you don't deal with very often, but investments, insurance, and retirement is something we plan for each and every day. This is the Pennywise Financial Podcast, and welcome to the show. Welcome to Pennywise Financial Podcast. This is Constantine here at Monarch Wealth Management with my co-hosts. That's a plural. Jay Georgiev and Sam Gwelly. Welcome to the show, guys. Hello, we're back. How's everybody doing? Oh, fantastic, guys. Freezing my tail off. Yeah. Um, we're reminded of the nice weather we face year in and year out. As I get older, I don't know that I can do this. Hey, next week they said 50. 50s? Yeah. Come on. They said one day might reach 50. Why are you shaking your head, Sam? Uh, I'll <laughs> see you. I, I mean, I believe it when I see it. You know what? That's Ten why everybody's getting sick. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, negative, negative two one. Today, tomorrow it's going to be 80. That's like a 50-degree swing. <laughs> That's Rochester. In just a couple of days. That's how it goes. Uh, speak, uh, uh, how, would you guys do anything cool over the weekend? Anything exciting? Uh, this weekend. not The weekend prior, recall. you were at the casino. Yeah, yeah. No, this weekend was more mellow for me. Yeah, you you were supposed to go skiing, right? Yeah, I was right. gonna go skiing, but uh, Bristol, Bristol, yeah, maybe Holiday Valley in Buffalo. Uh huh. Um, didn't get out though. Didn't get unfortunately. Out. <laughs> but also, I don't know about you guys, but I don't like skiing when it's five degrees out. No, yeah. it's too cold. Yeah, I have a ton of friends who went. They were miserable the whole time. Yeah, I'm like, can't do it. It's too yeah. cold. My son's four. He had a snowboarding lesson just over here at Powder Mill. They mm-hmm. canceled. Um, not because of weather. We were actually thinking we were going to cancel yeah. um, secretly, I guess. But uh, but what happened is they didn't have the staff because oh. of people getting sick and that's, whatnot. That's Shocker. what we've been talking about. Well, this with, I mean, you just mentioned a 50-degree uh, swing in weather in just yeah. a couple days. Yeah. We're only in uh, late January. Yeah. Well, they said February looks like it might be a little bit more mild. So I'll take it. But then again, that could change tomorrow. So we don't know. Geez, the weather's like the market. Yeah. Let's shift much. gears. Let's 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 dive into the market. Where are we uh how are we looking today, gents? Today, Jay, why don't you start off? Today doesn't look like too bad of a day, I guess. Everything came back. I think everybody's waiting in anticipation about the the meeting at two o'clock with the Fed. The Fed meeting. Yeah. Jay Powell. Yep. Center stage. To see what's going on. What, so. what do you think is gonna happen? They they actually have stats on this. To see what the Fed's going to raise. I know. but And I also was reading something where they were looking at um, past rate hikes and saying everybody always looks at it as the market's going to perform bad. But when you look at the numbers, the market actually performs good during rate hikes. That's what I read. Um, it, historically, it can. Yeah. You know, the last few times the Fed made an attempt to raise rates, it didn't go so well. Yeah. It's like... It's like uh, you know, if if my son does something bad and I kind of tap his hand or holler at him, uh, I'm afraid of the consequence. Yeah. And that's kind of where the, the position the Fed's in is like if we raise rates, it could have a dramatic impact to the downside of the market temporarily. Yeah. yeah. And that's what happened. They had the uh, taper tantrum in 2015 and whatnot. So, yeah. Um, but I don't know. What do you guys think? I mean, your guess is as good as mine, really, as far as where the Fed raises rates. They're pretty much near zero. Yeah. If you want to borrow money, it's basically a free loan, yeah. <laughs> free money. Yeah. And um, if you're trying to save money in a savings account or a CD, you're, you're getting nothing for that. Yeah. Yeah. 
What are you hearing? Um, I mean, what did you read? I mean, you I, I heard about they the... were going to be doing it in a four four times this year, maybe like quarterly. That's what I heard in too. March. Well, yeah, is that what you guys? You guys are here, so you guys must have more up to date yeah. info than I do. So... The last I heard, it was three scheduled rate hikes. Yeah, I heard. Four. Um, but I wouldn't be shocked. I mean, would you guys be shocked if it went up four times? It's yeah. basically well, f- zero. In the article I read, it said it could be as high as seven. Seven times. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. Can you actually see that happening, though? Seven uh, times? No, yeah, that's a lot. Even if they had seven scheduled, I don't know that they would carry that out. Yeah. You know? So, but anyway, uh, uh, what I'm hearing, the consensus is, there's a pretty good chance it's going to be about a quarter percent. Mm-hmm. So that's 0.25, 25 basis points, um, which is not a shock. I think at the end of the year, if they raise you know, all in, maybe three times around that rate, mm-hmm. three three quarters of a, a percent. 0.75, 75 basis points, however you want to say it. Um, but even if it went to 1%, I mean, does that change anything about how you how you invest, how you feel? Mm. Probably not. No. So uh, Dow Jones today, uh, give, me the, give me the stats, Jay. Stats for the Dow Jones are five-day negative one, one-month negative five, three-month negative two. Year to date, I mean, you're looking at three weeks, negative almost five. So one down five percent. Yeah, one year is uh, positive fourteen. So all things considered, not not too shabby. Not no, not horrible for the Dow. But moving into the new year, we're not that thrilled. Yeah, you know, no, I mean, been... I mean, the market doesn't know calendars, doesn't know uh, the new year just began, right? Yeah, I think this is all because of the Fed. Everything coming out with the Fed, a lot of the rate hikes. My opinion, it could be, but I don't think it should be that much of a shock to the yeah. market and to people. I mean, we've been at such low rates. I mean, that was re- stock market's really been the only game in town to get any kind of return. Yeah, I think right. people are concerned about the uh, the rate of increase. If so, it's going to be moderate or if it's going to be more. So, Fed in focus, Dow Jones. We know year to date. We know one uh, one year three month and five day. Mm-hmm. Sam, let's shift gears. Let's go to S&P 500, more of a broader index. I think a better uh, perspective on the market as a whole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, five day down almost two and a half percent over the past month, just over seven and a half percent year to date, obviously only said three weeks, but 7.2 percent in the whole in uh, one year up 17.8 percent. Wow. So Wow! Again, there not too bad as <laughs> not too people, bad. Uh, people are saying, but and like there's I, definitely cause for concern as we were talking about, though. And like I said, so this is this index is the top 500 stocks, whereas the Dow. You guys know how many stocks are in the Dow? Any clue? Any guess? Any it's guess. less. I'll tell you, it's less than 500. 100. 30. 30. 30. So it's pretty focused, right? I mean, that's. I mean, 30 stock. Now, if they were the 30 uh, best stocks to be in, could be crushing the S&P. Yeah. Right? It's it's performing better, right? But I think the S&P is, is kind of uh, more diversified in the sense that it has aspects, different elements um, of different sectors um, across the market. Now, those Dow stocks, the 30, are those based on size of the company? Well, so that's that's a good question. So traditionally, the Dow Jones would be industrial. Mm-hmm. So you see the oh, DJI, the Dow Jones, yeah. uh, DJI mm-hmm. Dow Jones Industrial Average. 
Um, they were typically the the uh, industrial stocks, um, you know, historically. Now that has changed. It's not like, oh, you're not an industrial. We're not going to have you in the Dow. The Dow changes. Yeah. You know, it does. They People get booted and there's only 30 stocks. So it's a little bit different representation than the S&P 500, which mm-hmm. is more broad. Um, I will, I will, I guess, start off with um, my part, which is the NASDAQ. And uh, the NASDAQ has been in the news quite a bit. Uh, our news, I should say, our, our blogs, um, the uh, podcast, it's definitely been a focal point. If we look at the NASDAQ year to date, it's down just shy of 12%, 11.6%. Three months down nine and change, one month down 12, last five days down almost 4%. The one-year number is still positive, uh, just mm-hmm. over four percent. But I think this is a, you know, I wrote about this in a, a blog post the other day. This is kind of like a wake-up call. Mm-hmm. Like if I go to the actual post that I wrote, stocks can lose money. Mm-hmm. Hello, you know, and I think people forget that sometimes. Yeah, you know, people forget about two thousand eight. They forget about September eleventh. They forget about two thousand. Forget about what happened in twenty fifteen. How about just uh, a short while ago in 2020? Mm-hmm. You guys remember that? Like, whether you were invested or not, or just seeing the headlines. With COVID what's this or? pandemic? Yeah. Am I going to lose all my money? Is the world going to shut down? Is the yeah. world over? Well, I remember I started during that time period, right when the market. <laughs> Welcome. <crashed. laughs> Welcome. Right when the market just bottomed out, pretty much. I mean, I remember in late 2019. Uh, news out of China was new virus detected. And oh, yeah. I, I was like, what are they talking about? What is, how is this going to yeah. affect us? But what I do remember from that time period is people were already talking about how it was going to affect the market. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, some dumb virus in China is not going to affect our market. Yeah. And then, Look what happened. obviously, I was wrong. <laughs> so, And that's the thing about the market is like, you might have your own idea of of what's going to happen and just the opposite. You know, fundamentals and, um, you know, historical performance doesn't always repeat itself. Mm-hmm. Things that are supposed to happen don't always materialize. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's sometimes the case. That's The market reacts sometimes irrationally. Sometimes it's forward. You know, you have to think of it this way. It, it's also forward-looking. It's a leading indicator, not a lagging indicator. It's not like... Everybody's feeling great, so now the stock market's going to start doing good. Yeah. No. Um, so, and I think that's the kind of the pessimistic view of things is people on the street saying, geez, you know, high unemployment, people are looking for jobs. Um, where's all this work? The people that I know that are looking for jobs are saying they're having a tough time finding jobs. Really? It's surpri- I mean, I don't know if it's maybe their resume is not that great. All I, these they're companies. looking for something that's so... You know, the pay scale is really high. Yeah. They're looking for more flexibility, more benefits, 401k, healthcare. Well, a lot, of these, a lot of these companies are offering higher wages and things like that because they can't find employees. So they're putting it out there, even hiring bonuses, you know? I mean, and you're talking hiring bonuses for McDonald's. I mean, I know. <laughs> yeah, that's actually pretty surprising uh, to me, at least. Yeah. Because obviously, I uh, just started here, mm-hmm. but uh, a lot of people my age I know are having no issues finding jobs at all. Yeah. Uh, as a matter of fact, a lot of my friends are already switching jobs for you know more benefits, and they've only been uh, professional, I guess you could say, for a few months, mm-hmm. and they're already getting offers for different companies, different jobs. Really. Um, so in my experience, at least for 
you know, fresh college grads, the job market's okay. It's it's pretty good, I would even say. Yeah. So that's that's a surprise to hear. So that's coming out of college. Yeah. With a with a degree and everything and Maybe it's the field too. I, I it, because yeah. I I have some family members that are recent college grads and um, they had a tough time. Did they? Yeah. Again, I don't know if it was uh, maybe being a little too selective. Um, yeah. I was accused of being too selective when I graduated from college. I, I got <laughs> laughed at saying, "You're setting the bar too high," and uh, I kind of put my face down, my head down, and and went into the workforce and uh, made a decent buck, but um, was not the career path I, I wanted ultimately. This is the, this is the place for me. Yeah. With that, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back with the show. Do you want help building and managing an investment portfolio that's right for you? One that will help you maximize growth potential while you're saving, help you generate income when you need it most, and eventually preserve what you've saved to leave to your beneficiaries? We do this day in and day out and take the stress and responsibility of making those decisions off your plate. Subscribe to our newsletter, read our blog post, and listen to our podcast to get a flavor of how we do things. Our firm is unique and capable of handling all your investment and insurance needs. Monarch Wealth Management, our guidance, your future. Welcome back to Pennywise Financial Podcast. This is Constantine here at Monarch Wealth Management. My co-hosts, I have a hard time saying that plural word, Jay and Sam. Welcome back to the show, guys. Hello. Thank you. All right, guys. So we we touched on the market. We know where things are, are heading so far early on in the year. Not looking good. Not looking so hot. Um. Now let's shift gears and talk about some either case studies or, or questions or prospects. Jay, why don't you start off with a, a kind of a, I don't know if this is a question, but a case study, if you will. Yeah. Just talking about like uh, retirement accounts, 403Bs, um, teachers and stuff, and uh, who would service these accounts. So, so first, yeah. 403B, 457, mm-hmm. 401K, mm-hmm. what the heck is that and why do I even care? Sam, Sam, you've probably heard of some of those at least, right? Yeah. Um, because I can tell you when I worked, when I started my first job out of college, I knew kind of what a 401k was. I mean, obviously my parents wanted to, uh, you know, get their, their, um, roots here in Rochester to, to build a foundation at Kodak and build a retirement and a pension and a 401k. And I knew you could buy stocks and whatnot. And, but this is how 401k was introduced to me as a college grad at my first job. Mm. Hey, do you want to sign up for a 401k? Me. What is a 401k? Well, it's a retirement plan. Okay, well, I'm in college. I need as much money as, or I just graduated college. I need as much money as I can to pay off my student debt, mm-hmm. to live on, and I want to save. And, and beer. And have fun, yeah. <laughs> beer. Why not? Why not, right? So I'm like, all right, I'm going to pass. And I tell this story just about every new 401k meeting that I have when, I, when I'm talking to a company, a group of employees. I can relate to those people when their eyes are kind of glazed over on what is this retirement plan because they have no idea. Yeah. So, but anyhow, uh, I'm sorry to interrupt you. You mentioned 403b. 403b is a type of retirement account. Uh, you may see something like a TSP or TSA as well, mm-hmm. Thrift Savings Plan, uh, tax deferred annuity, things like that. Those are all different types of retirement plans. A lot of the numbers 
just really refer to the tax code that lets you save and defer taxes, get a deduction, or possibly have after-tax dollars go in. But each of those plans are a little bit different. They have some unique qualities. I'm not going to get into those. That's a whole conversation. But anyway, go back to 403Bs and how people can get help. Um. Well, the question is, who would help you? You you usually have an advisor that's on the 403B that would help you with your investments and things like that. Um, if you decide to change that, what is the process you might go through or to work with somebody else? If you know somebody or wanted to go with a different company, would you be able to do that? How would you do that? Yeah, I mean, I think that's a great question because honestly, not a lot of people know. Yeah, They don't understand. They don't know what quote unquote options they have. Mm-hmm. You don't have to have an advisor, right? I mean, yeah. I don't have to have a mechanic work on my car, but you probably don't want me changing your brakes yeah. if you want to be alive. I guess, right? Yeah. Ask my wife, you put tools in my hands and they break. I don't know what happens. I am not a handy guy. Yeah. But when it comes to retirement plans, 401k, 457, all those, you know, accounts will give you the access to an advisor. Mm-hmm. So typically, if you're working in a bigger company that has a 401k, there is an 800 number. If you're with Fidelity or T. Rowe Price or Mm -hmm. TIA Craft, you might be lucky enough if you work with a smaller company, if you work with a, you know, a boutique type firm like ours, where you got a local person. Yeah. Your local guy or gal, whether it be Buffalo, Rochester, Syracuse, uh, if you're down in Florida, we have companies that are kind of national and international as well where these people will actually work directly with the participants Mm -hmm. to help answer questions. Do you think Fidelity is going to fly out to talk to you, Sam, to answer your questions next Sunday? Yeah, no. Not a chance. I I don't care if you have 10 million bucks with them. So with 403Bs, they kind of present this unique opportunity where teachers, where doctors, where people working at a school district or hospital now have access to an advisor on their plan, on their investments, and there's no crazy new account numbers or anything held direct. Uh, You're not writing checks to them. You will still invest in the same way, right? The advisory fee is taken out of your account. So the performance, if you see that you made 10% this year, that's 10% after the fees to any advisor. Mm -hmm. And so there's a, a list of approved people that you can work with, and in many cases, we're on that list. Companies have partnered with us to manage their 401ks for the people that want the help. Mm-hmm. Now, I can't name the companies that have kind of partnered with us. We can't, you know, we made an agreement um, to a lot of local vendors and companies. Uh, they're big names, a lot of local uh, companies, people working for that we can actually help them. They don't have to retire. They don't have to leave their job. Mm-hmm. They can keep their 401k just where it is. And we can come in and help advise them, help manage the money, give them guidance that they want. A lot of times we used to get those questions 10, 15 years ago. Hey, Constantine, could you take a look at my statement and tell me what I should do? Should I buy now? Should I move to cash? Should I put more in bonds? And the answer at that time was no. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of rules within 401k and retirement plans. So to answer your question about 403Bs, it's a pretty easy process. Right, it's a it's a few forms as long as we're on their list, right? Yeah, depending on the company. Right, there are some companies we won't mention names that are more difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, and and a lot of these, you know, so four hundred three Bs are kind of unique. They'll have a list of vendors that are approved that you can use on their platform. Mm-hmm. You know, for for the teachers, 
to pick and choose. Yeah. So I think it's a good, it's flexible, but it's a different beast. It's a different animal. Yeah. Got questions, obviously reach out and we'd love to help you with that. Sam, let's shift gears. Yeah, so uh, I was looking at our blog uh, and our blog, for those of you who don't know, is right on our website, monarchwealthmanagement.com. And Con's your latest post, I think it was yesterday. Uh, I was reading, you're touching on how the three major indexes are down. And we talked about that a little bit earlier. Um, and you say people might start to panic, uh, you know, and if they have any questions, what would you say to somebody who might, you know, call in, ask what's going on with the market? What should they do? <clears throat> you know, if they have any general concerns, what would you say to them? I, I think it's only normal, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it, if I had a hundred thousand and right now those three indexes, when I wrote that, I think one was down 11, one was down five, and the other one was down maybe four and change. Uh, so on average, let's say I'm down 5%. My 100,000 is now worth 95,000 in a matter of three weeks. Happy New Year. Uh, I don't yeah. think so. <laughs> um, I'd be kind of nervous, right? I mean, yep. nobody likes to lose money. Mm-hmm. Well, the, number one, um, there's a lot of things I don't like, but I, do, I definitely don't like losing money. When I go to the casino, I am like the most boring person to watch. I worked in casinos. Um, I've watched people lose their their uh, mortgage payments, um, and it's it's tough, you know, gambling. But I set a budget when I go gambling. Yeah, you know, it's more it's more of an entertainment thing. Mm-hmm. Set aside a hundred bucks. When that money's gone, my entertainment's done. I got a few cocktails, enjoyed some music, whatever it might be, and gambled. If I win, I win. Great. But to answer your question, Sam, about how I would address that, I actually had a client uh, phone call yesterday. It had nothing to do with the market, had nothing to do uh, about returns. It was more about taxes and how we're going to prepare for that. And the conversation led into, oh, by the way, how is the market doing? <laughs> and as as we're talking, uh, this uh, existing client was pulling up her account and uh, noticed that obviously the market's down and talked her through and reminded her, uh, what is our time horizon? What is our goal? When I say time horizon, I mean, how much time did we commit to having this money invested? It's not a hard commitment. It's not like your money's locked up for 10 or 20 years. The hope is, you know, you could have it there that long. The longer that you have the money in the market invested, the better the chances are that you're going to have a very positive return and positive experience. Mm -hmm. You know, we we have to remember too that down markets, um, there's correction territory, and then there's a market crash. I view this, the, the current scenario as it's, it sits in front of me today, is more of a correction. Mm-hmm. Things have done really well. Valuations are kind of stretched. Companies maybe need a little pullback, and I'd say 10% or so is probably a decent uh, correction. Mm-hmm. But it's also an opportunity. Don't forget, if you have mutual funds, ETFs, stocks that pay dividends, what happens 99% of those times of those dividends? Does have any idea? They're not paid out to cash. They we reinvest. set those to reinvest. That's right. Yeah. So in essence, what are you doing with that money? You're just throwing you it got, back into your account. Throwing it back in. There's an acronym for that. You ever hear the term DCA? You guys know what that means? Mm-hmm. DCA? Dollar cost averaging. Averaging. Okay, yeah. Right? So if I've got a million dollars, I just won the lotto. Should I invest today? How about next week? Maybe next month? Should it have been uh, yesterday? I don't know. 
I don't know timing. And, and, that's, and that's pretty much what I reminded this client as well. Timing the market, if you tell me that you're going to cash out in six months, mm-hmm. is the market going to be up or down? I don't know. Flip a coin. I really don't. I hope that it's up, but I think this year is going to be a tough year. It's not going to be a year to just invest passively and just sit on your hands and say, it'll work itself out mm-hmm. because it doesn't always work itself out. It may take five years. Mm-hmm. Why would you continue to get beaten up and, and, and you know like a punching bag for those five years? when you could reposition, realign your portfolio, and that's what we've been doing for our clients. Mm-hmm. I remind them to keep um, you know, kind of thumbs on our blog posts, our newsletter, our podcast, listen to the podcast, and we push out these notifications to remind people what we're doing. And after we had the conversation, it was kind of like an aha moment. It was a, it was a time for us to revisit uh, her comfort in the market, and it's like, oh yeah, that's why we did this. So I think that's kind of sets people's mind at ease. That makes sense? Yeah. Buying opportunities, repositioning, reevaluating things. And I'll tell you what, five years from now, this conversation that I had with her yesterday, she's probably never going to remember that. Yeah. People have very short-term, very short-term memory. But at that moment, you made her feel more comfortable. Correct. Explaining how you're looking at things and how you want to approach things at this point, looking at the time horizon as well. And I don't look at this as a, a setback in any way. It's not a failure. It's not a falter. Um, that's the way the market works. It's, it's, it works in cycles, mm-hmm. right? Yep. If it was a straight line, it would not be the market. It would be a CD. It would be you name it. Anyhow, I think we beat that, uh, that dead horse is uh, <laughs> enough. Let's leave it alone. With that, let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back with the show. Do you have a high deductible insurance plan? If so, have you set up your HSA? There's a ton of people who don't know what it is or how it works. Even worse, there aren't many people who can give you advice about how to make the most of these powerful and unique programs. Not many advisors focus on this in their practice, don't understand the mechanics of how they work or even where to begin helping their clients. Reach out to me, Constantine at Monarch Wealth Management, and I'll guide you through this process and get you on track to make the most of your high deductible plan and your superhuman HSA. Welcome back to Pennywise Financial Podcast. This is Constantine here at Monarch Wealth Management. My co-host Jay Georgiev and Sam Gwali. Welcome back, guys. Let's dive right into current events. Sam, Wall Street Journal plastered on our desk and all of our uh, our faces and uh, I guess our eyes are kind of glazed over. Why don't you read one of the headlines, something that we should discuss? Yeah, I think we all kind of look to this one first about the United States and Russia. Um, they agree on the further talks to defuse the Ukraine crisis. I mean, that's kind of a big deal, right? Huge. Everybody's talking about it. Everybody's talking about it. Mm -hmm. I mean, we've had peace for for quite some time, for the most part, I would say, you know, at least from what I can remember, we haven't had any major conflicts in a while. But to me, that's one thing that could cause a mess in the market, market, a mix-up. In the world. In the world. Everything. On a Not lot of different fronts. <laughs> right. But I'm saying, I mean, we, we want to understand what current events could impact clients' wallet. Um, we manage their money. It's our job to make sure that we protect it. So do we ever anticipate a war or a conflict? No. How the hell do you predict that? No. Despite what we see on the headlines, do we go to cash? Do we just buy defense stocks? No. You can't do that. If you thought every time we were going to have a correction or a war and you went to cash, 
do you know what kind of havoc that would wreak on your overall performance? Mm-hmm. And I've had people try to do this over the years. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Just staying in the market, staying invested in what you have, and then reallocating and rebalancing like you guys do every so often to make sure that everything's on point. That's the best way to approach things, you're saying? That's what it's all about. It's not sit there and do nothing. Yeah. It's not It's not that. It's not... Monitoring. Um, <clears throat> it is. Yeah. It's investing in good quality companies that you see long-term value. Uh, some things that might come out of favor, like technology, mm-hmm. I think 10 or 15 years from now, you're going to look back and say, geez, there was an issue with technology. They were like actually negative, yeah. really? And, and some of these longer-term companies that are not profitable today have a lot of potential. Mm-hmm. They're going to make you money, yeah, but maybe not today. And they may go down 50, 60, 75%. That happens. Mm-hmm. I've had some clients that invest in some risky, risky stocks. Mm-hmm. Right, they're small cap. They're newer developed companies. Um, some of them could have even been newer released IPOs. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, what happens is, for two or three years, they might be dragging down that portfolio. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, year five, they pop thousand percent. Yeah, and then you know it brings up your return quite a bit. Yeah. You just have to make sure they didn't go bankrupt. Yeah. In the meantime, <laughs> that could be a problem, right? Insolvency yeah. could be an issue. Yeah. Yeah. So I think you know, Sam that that article that that post on the uh, on the cover of the Wall Street Journal. This is the past weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Russia talks, Ukraine. I don't know. I don't know what's in store for us. Yeah. Um, I know we have like eight nine hundred troops ready, prepared to. I don't know what eight nine hundred troops is going to do when you have a hundred thousand army of yeah. Russians on the border. Yeah, I mean, even if you had ten thousand, what's what's that going to do? Twenty thousand. I think once you get to that point, forget it. I, yeah, I think once you, the whole goal you build is, up that much, it's inevitable at I that mean, point. Anything, even one troop against one troop, one person in a conflict like that with Russia is going to cause catastrophic effect. I think the the goal is to not get to that point. Is to peacefully negotiate what needs to be done and everything there. And I think that's. And I'm going to send you to negotiate because you seem to have a good grasp on this better than I do. I got to save the world for us now, man. Yep. I've never been to Russia myself. Love it. I would love to see you in your costume. Please post pictures. (laughs) Yes. I'm not sure which superhero you'd be. Captain America, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe with the shield and everything. We might have to talk about oh ways God. to uh, shield, um, you know, losses in, in another another podcast. But I think that's all the time we have today. Thanks again for listening, Pennywise Financial Podcast. Constantine here at Monarch Wealth Management with my co-hosts Jay and Sam. Thank you, Jay and Sam. We'll see you next time. Yep. See you next time. You've been listening to Pennywise Financial, brought to you by Monarch Wealth Management. Constantine and David really care about their clients. They want to make sure you're happy, so you'll continue to hire them. There's no commitments, and clients are free to leave whenever they want. Think about being able to pick up the phone and call someone for guidance and advice on almost anything, from buying a car, selling a home, buying vacation properties, or even selling a business. Reach out on the website at monarchwealthmanagement.com. There are two offices in Rochester and two offices in Buffalo. 
Club. Reach out to us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and YouTube. Or call us toll-free at 800-480-1580. That's 800-480-1580. Until next time, this is Pennywise Financial signing off. in this program are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, consult with your attorney, accountant, and financial advisor or tax advisor prior to investing. Securities are offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA and SIPC. Mm-hmm.